the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the word? Praise him. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast and I pray it's being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So, without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Transformation and Manifestation. The Bible teaches us that God, who saved us, accepted us just like we were. But the same God, who loved us enough to accept us and save us just the way we were, loves us too much to leave us like we were. Although God accepted us just like we were, He never intended for us to stay the people we were. He always wanted to cause transformation to happen in and with us. God wants all of us who he saved to experience transformation and manifestation. We should want the same thing too. That is the transformations and manifestation that God wants to happen in and with me and you to actually happen in and with me and you. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called transformation and manifestation. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. Colossians chapter 3, verse 5, once again. It says, Mortify therefore your members which are upon the earth. That word mortify, I said, means deaden. Deaden, that is to subdue. Deaden means to become dead. Mean, mean do what you can do to make it dead. And then he provides a list of some of the things that we're supposed to deaden ourselves to. Some of the things that we're supposed to deaden ourselves to. Whereas we have no feelings toward this anymore. We don't feel what we used to feel concerning it no more. Now, it's not a complete list of the things that we're supposed to mortify ourselves to, but it is a list that we're supposed to complete, as in things that we're supposed to sufficiently and successfully, I still got that that, that shot, we're supposed to sufficiently and successfully mortify ourselves. (laughs) Verse 5 says, Mortify therefore your members which are upon the earth, fornication, uncleanness, inordinate affection, Evil concupiscence. Now, some people say well, concupiscence. Yeah, con- evil, not just concupiscence. Evil concupiscence. Which the word concupiscence means strong longings and desires, especially for sexual desires. Now, when I say sexual desires, that doesn't just mean having sex. That just means I want to be around somebody. I want to have me somebody. I want to want somebody close to me. Just to be close to you, girl. Or it's, it's, it goes the other way, too. My man. Just for a moment, baby. Just for a moment. But it's an evil concupiscence. Such as you want it too much. To the point that you no longer uh, uh, pay attention to the word of God and what it says to you. Because you got some folk that want it so much that they ignore what the word of God says. and will go Because they want what they want. Going on with the list. I'm not going to camp there. It says, and covetousness, which is idolatry. 
which for which things sake the wrath of God cometh on the children of disobedience. Another way of phrasing it. Now, folk going to get jacked because of any of these one on the list. And so since your God, your father is going to make sure folk get jacked for those things because he does. Don't get mad at me. It's still true. He's going to make sure folk get because you make sure people get whatever they chose. And if they chose this over him, he said, you're going to get what you chose. It's real simple. Not that he's so mean, he's so nasty. Because if he was mean, he wouldn't have been trying to convince you to deaden yourself. He wouldn't have been trying to convince you to not get involved in these things. He wouldn't. But for the ones that do, he said, well, you know, you already told you what I'm going to do and what's going to happen to you. He said, for which things sake the wrath of God cometh on the children of disobedience. So you would think that if we, his children, know that folk going to get jacked for doing any one of them things, that we need to do everything we can to make sure we ain't doing none of those things. So that we don't make our daddy look like a hypocrite. Even though we ain't a hypocrite. We don't want to make him look like a hypocrite. Because then he jacking them for it, but we getting off for it while we still doing it. Not, there's something wrong with that picture. Does that make sense? Anyway, we move on. He says, for which things sake the wrath of God cometh on the children of disobedience. In the which ye also walked sometime when ye lived in them. Letting us know that we are people that are supposed to have walked past tense in them and we used to lived in them as in we don't do it no more that's one of the things he wants to get us to be a people who don't do the things that we used to do that's on the various lists that God has that we ain't supposed to do he said in verse 8 but now now that phrase but now is just spoken as a word of emphasis but now ye also put off all these but now ye also put off all these the understood subject of this verse is ye, which means ye put off all these. Because if ye put it off, then it'll get done. The reverse is if ye don't put it off, then it ain't going to get done. Which means the transformation will never occur in us like God wants us to do. The transformation will never occur because why? He wants to change us to be a different person. But we're the same person because we won't let the transformation occur. We won't cooperate like he told us to do. He said, but now ye also put off all these. Now that phrase put off means to divest wholly oneself. Divest wholly oneself from these. Ways that I show you that are not of me. Ways that I show you clearly in my world that ought not ever be lived by thee. That we're supposed to divest ourselves wholly of those things. Notice to divest once, divest wholly oneself. The word divest means to rid of or free from to rid of or free from so ye rid yourself of and ye free yourselves from whatever things that God's word shows you that's not God ye free yourself of so it gives you the word to set yourself free of all the things that is binding you all the things that you still caught up in they're just supposed to, and, and even if you got to saw it, saw it, praise God, until when you hear it over and over and over and over and over again, over and over, over and over, and then I'm free, glory to God. Now I'm free of that, I can cut myself free of this and divest myself wholly from it. But you got a lot of Christians, look at, the, look at your neighbors, he ain't talking about you, he ain't talking about you, who done cut one or two things off of them, and they still walk around looking like the mummy. Still all wrapped up, tied up, tangled up in this world, in this world's way of doing things, in this world's way of responding to things, in this world's way of acting and stuff like that. But the only difference between them and the world, but they a mummy with a knife. 
Whereas they could have set themselves free from the rest of it. They would just use the word wisely. Use it for what it's designed to do. It's used to set you free. Because he who the son set free. Who is the son? Give me another name for him. And the word is. I was waiting for y'all to hurry up and get there. I mean, I'm going to keep going through your names until you get there. The word is the sword of the spirit. And so he said, I've given you the word to set you free. And we be talking about how the son set us free. He gave us his, himself in the form of a knife to set ourselves free of all these things and divest ourselves wholly of the things that we do. Which means don't stop until you set yourself totally free. Divest yourself. Ye rid yourselves of and free yourselves from whatever God's word shows you that's not supposed to be God. And when you do it, do it wholly, not partially. That word holy right there means entirely. Entirely. Which means you're supposed to rid yourself entirely of and free yourself entirely from whatever it is that's not God. I said you're supposed to rid yourself entirely of. Which means whenever you're located, now you know what to start cutting on. And you keep cutting and hearing it and hearing it and saying it and saying it and confessing it and confessing it and professing it and professing it until you know you know it, you're free. And then it drops from there. And then you start working on the next one. I said, then you start working on the next one. Then you start working on the next one. And then, and then what, sis? And then the next one and then the next one until you're wholly free. And see, what ought to happen is that if you set yourself free of one, you should be excited. And you'll be even more, 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 more willing to do the next one. And then you do the next one, you'll probably do the next one quicker than you did the previous one. Because the first one, you know how long this was going to take. And you're like, <laughs> and you're just working there. And I was like, that for her? And then you like, wait a minute. Oh, look at that. And before you know it, they start dropping like that. One after another. That's like paying off your bills. I said, that's like paying off your bills. You start off with a small one. And then knock that one out. And then you're like, oh, oh, I paid it off. I paid it off. And then they go to the next one. In fact, the wisest thing to do is use the money you was paying on the first one. Put that one now on the next one. Along with the other one that you're always going to put on that one. And then knock that one off quicker. And then knock that other one off quicker. And then before you know it, you're debt free. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When you're debt free, you know, your tithes stay the same, but your offerings can get bigger then. Amen. But that's another teaching. We ain't got time. <laughs> now, we're to put off, that is to divest ourselves wholly from all the things that we learn in the word of God that we're not supposed to be or be doing. We're supposed to set ourselves free from, put off and divest ourselves wholly from all the things that we learn from the word of God. That's why I thank God for the word. Because remember, it's showing me stuff I didn't know about. It's showing you stuff you didn't know about. But now that you know about it, mm, mm, mm. let's go. Let's get it on. I got the knife, and I'm willing to cut it off of me. Now, all these ways there that are shown in the word to not be of God, all these ways that are shown in the world to not be of God, we're to make sure that they're no longer us and no longer what we do either. Because if he don't do it, we don't do it. I said, if he don't do it, we don't do it. Especially since we walk around with a refrigerator magnets that say, be ye followers of him as dear children. 
and walk in love as he walks in love. Keep reading all of it. Don't stop there. Get you one of them long, what you, them long refrigerator matics. Long and wide. They got the whole half a chapter on it. That includes other stuff like, like quit doing this and quit doing that and quit. Because that's how we walk in love. Hallelujah. Remember, it ain't about the ooey goo. What is it about? It's about the dewey do. That's what it is. Hallelujah. That's when he goes on to say in verse 10. Let's do 9 and come into 10. Verse 9 says, he, so he started giving us, let's do 7 and then go down. He said, in, in which ye also walked sometime when ye lived in them. But now ye have also put off all these, like anger. Now, I was kind of thinking like, you know, if, when we hit the first one on the list, you could like be like saying amen. Because you done already started going down this list and start knocking all these up. But it's making me nervous when the very first one you ain't said nothing about. And, 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 and like hardly no amens went in the house. Then note to self. Look at the list. Know that those are not of God. You're supposed to be of God. So what you do is start getting rid of them one after another. One of the first things you need to learn how to deal with is your anger. Because you, you seem just like a Christian until somebody crossed you. You sound like, look like a Christian until somebody say something you don't like. And then, there go that attitude. You transform all right. Like one of them transformers, praise God. You look like a nice car that was going to take us someplace. But soon somebody says something to you. Walk, 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 walk. Now you're standing there, got weapons hanging off your hands and everything. Hanging out your mouth. We're like, Lord Jesus. You look like a member. Then walk, 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 walk. Be like, dang. Ready for battle. Just want to talk to you about something. What, 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 what? You need to work on that. Because that's not God. Could you imagine if the woman with the issue of blood touched Jesus? And he said, who touched me? What, 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 what? You know, and start like wiping her out and stuff. That'd be like, dang, don't nobody touch him. Don't nobody touch him. <laughs> he didn't do that. Why we be going off? Because we have not divested ourselves wholly from the list that God gave us that's not of him. For example, I'm not looking for it this time. Anger, wrath, now, I heard amen, but that was like a pacifying amen. That one like, one of those like, amen. Like, like yeah, that, uh, yeah, I'm caught up in wrath too. Wrath is when the anger is no longer inside. It just comes out in a volcano stage, you know, like. It's like, damn. Person standing in front of you, their hair singed and skin all blistered and hair sitting back and stuff like that. And you're like, good God almighty. I'm scared to do the rest of the list. Praise God. Malice. Mm -hmm, Quiet crickets. Blasphemy. 
filthy communications out of your mouth. Goodness. Lie not one to another. Oh, okay. Y'all, y'all started in the middle of the list, list then and started trying to work on that. Lie not one to another, seeing that ye have put off the old man with his deeds, because we put that off with his deeds, and have put on the new man. Now, notice this is an and. That word and means and also. And also. That's because for the transformation to be complete, we can't just put off what we used to do and be. But we also have to put something on too. That'd be like if you walked up in the middle of this church and you had on one of them hoochie mama outfits. And we wouldn't have a problem because, you know, you know, whosoever will, let them come. Where's God? Hallelujah. We just did the holy turn when we saw you pray. All the brothers in the house would have did the holy turn. Praise God. We like turned away. We were looking like, who, do I know her? Amen. We just turned our heads. Praise God. You and your hoochie mama outfit. But then you, but then you read in the word, hoochie mama outfits ain't of God. Don't say those exact words, but the premise is there. The hoochie mama outfits is not of God. And so, and so. Neither is being a hoochie mama. That's not of God. So if being a hoochie mama is not of God, surely hoochie mama outfits are not of God. And then you get mad. Why are you looking at me like I'm a hoochie mama? Because you got a hoochie mama outfit on. You act like I'm just a piece of meat. That's because you're showing all your meat. You look like the meat market. Praise God. Anyway. Because we're looking at your rump roast. We're looking at that thing here. Sitting right, sitting right there on display. Praise God. We're looking at your chicken breast. They all right there on display. Anyway. Back to my example. I'm back. I'm back. back to my example. And so we told you, hey, you know, you don't need to be wearing that hoochie mama outfit. And you pulled it off. Somebody say, we got a problem. Because we didn't just want you to take something off. Say that out loud. We want you to put something back on. Because see, some of y'all walk around all looking all nigga looking, talking about, I, 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 and look, I took it off. But you were supposed to put something on because it's worse now. Put on means in the sense of sinking into a garment. It means to invest with clothing. It means to invest with clothing. Now, this is interesting because clothing that's worn is recognizable to those who see the person wearing them. Clothing that's worn is recognizable to those who see the person wearing it. Why? Because clothing is outwardly recognizable. It's outwardly recognizable. Now, the transformation from not wearing them and wearing them becomes visibly apparent because clothing is very obvious. It is apparent. And so when we see you looking different, it's obvious. I remember a long time back when we first started the church, long, long, long time ago, first started the church, I remember we had this uh, guitar player, praise God, bless his, bless his heart, you know, nice young man, praise God. He, was, he, he had started the church with us, praise God. And he, he had this thing about, just wearing, you know, cut off pants, uh, you know, and, and you know, these big old T-shirts 
and that wasn't all that washed and 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 some you know flip flops looking shoes and stuff like that. Now anybody know me. Anyway. But at the beginning we gotta work with what we got. And then train along the way. And I remember the people that were serving with me was like, should we go talk to him? I said, no, don't you say a word to him. So you just thank him for showing up, thank him for his service, tell him how much we appreciate what he's doing because he's serving the Lord in the way he knows to serve the Lord. Thank you very much. We didn't say a word to him. We just kept dressing the way we dressed, the ones that knew what to do. And so he would show up week after week after week that same way. And then remember, one day he showed up. He had on some full pants. He had on a nice little pair of shoes. He had on a nice shirt that was cleaned and ironed. The, Jesus is Lord. And, it, and, and, and he walked in. And then he walked over there. And you should have seen half the church. You know, it was like, like Lord, their eyes was wide. Like, Lord, Jesus. People were like, lean on. People were supposed to be singing glory. To the Lamb. They're like, man, did you see that dude? People was like leaning over and stuff like that. Because it was apparent that his clothing changed. Because it was obvious to everybody. When you started doing what God wants you to do, living like God wants you to live, and conducting yourself like God wants you to do, it's going to become very apparent, just like that clothing is. To the point that folk going to look at you and say, oh my goodness, look at you. They're going to see the difference right off the bat. Especially people who are close to you. The ones that know you. They already know if somebody bring up anything, you're going to go off. You're going to roll your eyes, everything else. You're going to go through a little asthma attack. You're going to justify yourself and make everybody else wrong and you right. Praise God. And Everybody know you. They already know you. Praise God. I know you're going to get mad and ain't going to have nothing to do with people that's associated with what you're mad about now. Forget all y'all, you and your mama and the horse y'all rode in. I ain't got nothing to do with none of y'all because you, you, you're like that. But then when they hear you, don't do none of that and continue to operate like you godly, they're going to be like, my goodness, did you see that? It's an investment. That will pay big rewards later on down the line. Transformation from not wearing them and wearing them is going to be visibly apparent. In fact, the things that the Lord tells us to put on are things that will be recognized by those who see us. All of them are outwardly recognizable. And it will become visibly apparent. Verse 10. It reads, and have put on the new man. That word new right there means regenerated. Put on the new regenerated man. The word regenerated means to affect a complete moral reform. Now, remember, anytime we're dealing with anything moral, we're dealing with what's right and what's wrong. So God wants us to be completely reformed in our view of what's right and what's wrong. Completely reformed in our view of what's right and what's wrong. Well, that's all that we have time for today. I hope that you are blessed by what the Word of God had to say. hope that you're seeing that is true. There really are transformations and manifestations that God wants to bring into the lives of me and you. That's important 
because once we see that it's really true, then we'll be willing to cooperate with God so that he can cause transformation and manifestation to happen in the lives of me and you. So come on, saints of God. Let's let God be who he is, and let's let him do what he wants to do. That is, to bring the past to transformations and manifestation that he plans for me and you. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to send it your way right away. But it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio and surrounding areas, come on by and see us. We're located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 6.45, Saturday afternoons at 4.30, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation and you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. If you need a ride, we'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. You'll be blessed when you do, and we will too. We also invite all the young adults in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to our Young Adult Fellowship this Friday. It's called GAA. That's short for Generation Anointed and a Fire. GAA is a young adult ministry with a different flavor for a different generation. It's a ministry for young adults, ages 18 through 30-ish, who come together to celebrate the awesomeness of being young, brilliant, beautiful, born again, and fired up for Christ. The fellowship starts at 7 p.m., and it lasts until they go home. Hey, GW, hanging. Childcare is provided at no charge, and VIP transportation services available for this, too. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. If you need a ride, we'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. You'll be so glad you did. It's just good to find some other young saints in San Antonio who are walking this thing out God's way. Whoever thought that being young and saved is boring must not know G-Dub. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word that we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 